Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. I'm very excited to have a special guest on with me today. My good friend, my mentor, Clarity Doula, Raminia Ingram. Hi, Raminia. Peace and blessings, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. Happy to have you. If you have never heard me talk about Raminia, she is someone that I met a while ago. I took a boot camp program to learn how to create my boot camp program, and she was part of that. And she became a mentor for me in uh, spiritual entrepreneurship. And she kind of moved on to be just more of a spiritual mentor for me. She introduced me to a spirit guide that we call Andros. Uh, Andros, I've come to know very, very well. He's with me. And I, of course, I speak all the time of how these energetic beings don't really have names and they're not really he or she. I refer to him as a he and Andros, but is an energy that is attached to me, just like the stream and, and all other energetic beings or energy. They're not, they're not human-like, but we like to humanize them and it's okay. So Andros is my, my guide in regard to my channeling journey. And he's very protective. He's very communicative. I uh, receive yes and no guidance in my body from him all the time. So people, when I'm around somebody I'm really close to, and I get really comfortable with them and I'm really up my spiral you know, I'm jerking left and right all the time. And, and my, my boyfriend, Michael, is like, what is that? I said, oh, that's a yes, no. He goes, what does that mean? I said, well, you don't always need to worry about that. <laughs> so it, it's been a wonderful journey having known Romania. We're working uh, more and more together all the time. And we were talking this week about a topic. She's actually auditing my Taya Bootcamp program right now. Uh, we're always looking to evolve Taya Bootcamp and the, the spiritual practice of Taya. And she's working very closely with me in that. And so uh, we started talking about the, the fact that the universal laws are very simple and they are universal. They don't change. There, there's no using them or not using them. They're just always at play. How well do we utilize them in our lives? But there is a magical quality that sort of bridges the gap between physical and non-physical. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And it's interesting, this, this magic, we're all aware of magic in our lives. And I haven't really spoken much about my relationship. It's, it's only a few months in at this point. Uh, I'm very happy in a relationship uh, with a guy named Michael. Uh, and he is not as into this spiritual stuff <laughs> as, as most of us listening to this show are. And he's, he, you know, he's open to it. But it's not his, his thing. It's not his go-to. He's very agnostic, not really into any sort of spirituality or religion. And uh, he is a psychologist by profession, so thinks a little differently than I do about how to go about helping people. But at the end of the day, both of us are all about helping people. And I love the fact that he says he doesn't care how people get help as long as they get the help they need, whatever that journey is. I like that about him very much, among many other things. And I will say that we started talking about spirituality and what do you believe in? And he told me this story. I'm not going to get too deep into it because it's his own personal story, but it was a story of a time in his life when it, there was definitely magic in play. He cannot explain how something happened. It was a magical experience for him and really opened his mind up to, okay, there's more than just physical. 
I think he's just not really at a place where he's wanting to explore that gap any further. Probably with my um, being involved with me, he's going to want to explore that more and more. But one of the things that he got into was telling me the story about how magic was in his life. That's why he's so open to what I do. He's just not really diving into it at this point. But I notice him picking up, Ramina, you hear our little terminology that we use up the spiral, down the spiral, pulling fear out of the equation. I hear him using this language all the time now. It's really cool that I hear him using it. But I'm not here to convert people. You know, he can right. do that at his own pace, right? Right. So the stream has said many, many times, I'm not here to hand out pamphlets on the street corner. You know, that you have to be guided to this, this, this mindset for sure. You definitely do. It's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal that the mindset is like believing in magic. The magic, we believed in magic when we were children. You know, and some point in our lives, all of these root beliefs, these transgressors that we, you know, are a part of our lives to help us to master our abundance. It, it's like they come in and our magic starts to go away, you know? And one of the things that I learned early on is something that Napoleon Hill said, man's only limitation within reason lies in his development and use of his imagination. And in imagination, inside of it, that's your will. That's the workshop of the mind is your imagination. And so when you can, oh my gosh, when you can like really tune in and utilize your imagination, you're in a workshop inside of your mind and you start to create the magic that was lost, you know? And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal feeling um, because in your imagination is where you create your plans for life. You know what I'm saying? Can you, get, can you, can you just feel that and get it? It's the imagination, it, it, it's the impulse, it's the desire. It, it takes shape, it takes form. It, helps to fuel action. Magic is something to be embraced, you know, in your life. It's something that we all need to create because when we start to create magic, we start to also transmute, transcend, eliminate those core beliefs that have held us back from our greatness you know, from actually being up the spiral because we're blocked because we, we stop at some point ourselves from being, we stop ourselves from being creative. We stop ourselves from using our imagination. And so we're like, we get so far up the spiral and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, if I imagine something greater than what I imagined that I've never imagined before, and I can feel this, this vision coming, and I'm imagining something that has never taken place, <gasps> and then they, they stop because they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do next. And what's so cool about the tire practice is that you have the stream of David you know, who's there as your guide to say, wait, 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 breathe, breathe. <laughs> it's okay 
to use your imagination. It's okay to dream. It's okay to play with your vision, you know? And then you have mentors that will hold your hand all through your whole journey. And that's magical because it's like, it's like you come down a rabbit hole and then you have somebody who's holding your hand on a yellow brick road. So you have all of these different, like, wait a minute, I just went down a rabbit hole and I end up in Wonderland? Yes, you do. That's, that's what Taya is, is doing, is allowing you to live in Wonderland. And so next thing you know, your, your whole life is always magical. Some of the testimonies I've heard, some of the stories that I've heard from, you know, Taya lifers, <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to make that a new name, David, Taya lifers. And um, they, they <laughs> sounds better than Taya practitioners. It sounds a lot, uh, it's a lot sexier than Taya practitioners. Oh yeah, Taya I'm a Taya lifer. Yeah, well, you know, it's it it can be a lifestyle. You know, I, I've always been careful not to brand it like a cult because people, you know, it's, it's I don't think anybody's really worried about that. It's a it's a way of operating your life that allows you to harness the power of universal law that's at play in your life all the time. So you might as well harness the power of it and let the magic flow for sure. Yeah, it, oh my gosh. So I know that we're, I, I would like to spend just a little more time on believing in magic. And so I have a few notes about magic. One of the things that I learned was that there's two types of imagination. There, there is the synthetic imagination and there is the creative imagination when you're looking at really being a magician of your life. So synthetic imagination is where you arrange old concepts, ideas, or plans into new combinations. That's synthetic. And then you have the creative imagination where it's the finite mind of man that has direct communication with infinite intelligence, with the stream within yourself. So it's these two types of imagination. And a lot of times when we're, when we're looking at magic, it's like, no, I can't do magic. No, that's not true. You can do magic every day. You, there's different ways. You can use that synthetic imagination and you can create magic from your old concepts again, your old ideas or plans, and you can change them into new combinations. And there's a multitude of combinations that you can use based off of your past experience. But then when you get to that level, going up your spiral, and you've created, you created, you created, you're going to hit a block. You're going to hit a roadblock. You're going to say, you're going to start to fizzle out because you, you've hit the, all of the combinations. And so that's when the creative imagination kicks in. And so this is where that magic really starts to hit home. And you're like, bam, the finite mind that has been using and rearranging and rearranging these concepts, now that finite mind through the tire practice now connects in direct communication with the infinite intelligence, the stream that flows through all of us. And so when that happens, the stream starts to give you answers. And so one of the things that that was really 
has allowed me to a really show an, I have an appreciation in my body for the, for the practice. I have appreciation because what it does is when it's time for that direct communication to happen, you're open. You don't have any restrictions to that direct communication from the stream. And so the stream starts to give you answers to everything. Now, some of them may be what people like to say counterintuitive. Some might be like, I've never done that. Where am I going? I actually, um, the stream for me, Infinite Intelligence was like, go to Las Vegas. Never been to Las Vegas. Never thought about Las Vegas. Never even, it wasn't on my radar. You know, Las Vegas is always seen as this, as the strip and nothing else. And then, you know, Infinite Intelligence said, go to Vegas. A month later, I packed up my family and we were headed to Vegas. But that's when you have worked with magic so much and you have really fine-tuned and mastered your imagination that, hey, you like go to Vegas and then your whole world, my whole world was easy going to Vegas. And I tell you, the only thing that blocked me was the fact that I told somebody and they were like, I would never do that. And it wasn't somebody that I would normally talk to about these, you know, things, right? And this was before I started really just auditing the Taya boot camp. And so that was the seed that was planted in my mind of doubt. So because I had, I'm, I'm a master of magic, you know, through imagination, Every time that doubt would come up, I would say, oh, no, that's not me. That's this person. That's the seed that they tried to plant. And I kid you not, the moment we got in the car and we started driving across the country, the moment we closed all the doors, that doubt went away. And everything happened beautifully. Everything opened up and we were in Las Vegas. And it's been a beautiful experience since. Everything that I ever wanted, you know, David? has come to pass because I started believing in magic and then I started to trust my abundance and then went into the next levels to master my abundance through my imagination. And it's like, if you've never experienced it, I would say, yo, you need to, <laughs> you need to get on a call right now and join Taya Bootcamp so you can experience it for yourself because it's nothing like it in the world to be able to transform your life and have your imagination work on your behalf. And it feels like magic every day. I love it when people are brand new into boot camp and they're so zealous about it. But you know, the interesting thing is we had a call today with a group of people that were trained to be mentors for boot camp and they've been out, you know, some of them for six months a year. And they're still practicing and they're still getting bigger and bigger results from their practice. And I really enjoy hearing those stories and getting everybody together and getting the high vibe of that group together of, of all the magical things that are happening in people's lives and it, this magic is available to everybody I, I will always say that you know the taya practice is something that i created based on the teachings of the stream and my experience with abraham and things like that, that i felt like i really needed in my life i needed the structure i needed the accountability i needed the tools to really harness the power of the law of attraction and the other universal laws that sort of revolve around that. Because regardless of how many universal laws you believe in, 
everything really boils down to the fact that all creation occurs via attraction. All attraction originates as consciousness. That's where the magic comes in. Everything that exists and everything that will ever exist and has ever existed began as consciousness, thought, created via thought. And the way that it gets created is thinking about it, believing it, knowing it, and allowing it just to be. The universe will, will bring together everything needed to, to create anything we can imagine. Anything. It will work. As long as we have a steadfast belief in it, the universe will create it for us and deliver it right to us. And I've seen that happen in my life. But what happens is, as we get in our own way, we start to wonder how, we doubt, we fear. We talked today about winning the lottery. And when people discover the law mm -hmm. of attraction, inevitably they want to win the lottery. That's the first thing they want to do. And I said, you know, I don't even really play the lottery because to me, you are, we are all able to manifest anything that we are able to bring ourselves to believe. So with the odds of the lottery, are you really bringing yourself to believe that you're going to win the lottery? Yeah, you can. Somebody does. People do win the lottery. And I promise you when they do, they are in vibrational alignment with winning the lottery. Now, they may not be in vibrational alignment with having that much money. Right. Because we, have, we right. hear examples all the time of somebody that wins, you know, one hundred million dollars. They have no clue how to deal with one hundred million dollars and it ruins their lives. And it can because they have no clue how to manage one hundred million dollars when they never had more than fifty thousand dollars in their bank at one time ever in their lives. It's a very different way of life. You think you've got everything you need and could ever want. But it's a, it's a whole you know that there's a whole thing there. I had I was telling a story on Facebook Live the night about this friend that I met. Well, at one time owned 12 cars. I'm a car fanatic. The idea of owning 12 cars at one time at that point sounded very, very appealing to me. And he had night, like Rolls Royce, you know, Jaguar, Mercedes, everything you could imagine he had a version of it. And he had 12 cars. He said the biggest nightmare in his life was having 12 cars, having to figure out where they're going to be parked. You know, this one I haven't driven in two or three months. Now the battery's dead. I need to have it serviced. You know, where am I going to keep all these cars? jockeying them back and forth between a storage facility and his home. I mean, it just, he made having 12 cars not sound very appealing. You know what? I, <laughs> when you talked about you're not in alignment with having that much money in those cars, it did, it caused a ripple to go through my body. Like, what would I do with all of those cars? It was overwhelming just to hear that story. So I totally understand what it would be like, like if you don't prepare for a million dollar, million dollar day, then I can see how you could just lose it. I sure. can see how you could just lose it. That's, whoo, I, I got to do some work around that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> well, as far as winning the lottery goes, you know, again, the practice of Taya is about aligning with whatever your version of abundance is. And there's no judgment from source regarding how, what our abundance is. It, it can be having six houses and a yacht and tw 22 cars and, you know, whatever we want that, that we think is abundance is abundance for us. It's, it's up to our interpretation. We are discerning our preferences. But when you think that having all the material things is the key to happiness and you're not happy first and you don't love yourself without it, then you're going to find that there's never enough. There's never going to be enough houses, cars, clothes, trips, parties, whatever, to, to make up for the fact that you're not connected to source. You know you're, you're, I, not, you're not allowing source to flow into your life. Yes, yes, I get that. And I actually have a story 
that it's not the lottery story or the car story, but it's the it's zero story. <laughs> so my zero story is I used to have a real bad relationship with zero. And so whenever there was a zero in my account, it would like go zero and then red, zero and red. And it would cause so much anxiety and like, oh, my life was crumbling. I was agitated. I would, you know, just really snap off real easy at people. And it was like, what is this thing? Like, oh my God, zero is ruining my life. So, cause zero meant that I was always going to be in a negative. So at that phase, you know, I would always be like, my bank account would spiral down. <laughs> and as I, about three years ago, it was like, I'm going to change my relationship with zero. And so I got this book and this book was um, about profit and how to do it. And I said, I'm going to create accounts where I would put money in just enough to pay whatever it was, whether it was an investment or a bill. And then I would send that exact amount of money out. And so once I did that, it was, it shifted, it started to shift because now I was like, oh, okay, this money is supposed to go out to pay this bill. And it was at zero. So the entire month, it would be at zero. And then when I'd get paid, I'd put the amount, the appropriate amount in there. And so then when the due date hit, it would automatically be gone. So I would have to deal with the zeros all month. And so I started to train myself through imagination. It's like, wow, it's about manifesting new abundance, right? So I say, every time I saw zero, I said, wow, money, currency just went out. I allowed the flow. I allowed the stream to move through me. And I gave back to the stream of energy that flows through us all. And so now I've made space and room for more abundance. And so that's how I look. The zero was going to neutral on my spiral. And so when I went to neutral, it was like, at that point, I knew it was, it was up from there. And so for the last three years, I can tell you, I probably only had a negative red one time. And I can tell you specifically when I was down my spiral, what I was thinking about, and that's why I had the negative red. But for three years, except for that one time, so 99% of the time, I can zero out and I never grow under. I've been in the black ever since because I pay attention to what I'm doing. What, how am I using my magic today? I'm always mindful of how I'm using my magic and how I'm manifesting new abundance. So it's been like phenomenal because I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it is a tire. It's like this tire wave. When you go into, when you're in tire, you are tapping into Taya abundance, you know, like this mastermind of abundance. And you're never like when you tap in and you're using your magic and you're fueling and you're supporting everyone else in the Taya community, everybody's manifesting their version of abundance and you get to tap into that energy. And it's so phenomenal. It's so phenomenal. And I, 
I haven't had zeros. <laughs> I had every time I hear David, I hear the stream of David. It's like I have spent more time going up my spiral and it may be slow, but I go up my spiral because I don't ever want to be down my spiral. So I don't go up and down, up and down. I kind of do a stair step and I've trained myself to like stop <laughs> at whatever level it is. And I'm just going to hold that vibration. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can do that. You know, we do this, the spiral work and the practice and, and, and keeping yourself up is a big, yes. big part of it. Everything that we teach in Taya Bootcamp and in the practice of Taya is just keeping yourself up your spiral and positive vibration because everything that you want is up there. That is your joy. That is your clarity. And ultimately, that's your abundance. But, you, you know, you've got to break these little habits that we have to let the magic happen and get there. And I was telling somebody, I was uh, uh, coaching somebody this week, and she's really having trouble with money and saying you know, that, that this is the last frontier for her. She can manifest in every area of her life and has, but the cash flow is just not there. And she has bill collectors calling and she's got, you know, she owns a business and she's got, you know, just people wanting money from her that she owes all the time. And I said, you've got to flip the script just like you did on all your transgressors and everything else. You've got to look at those bills as a sign from the universe that money is coming in to pay them. You've got to get excited and happy about those bills. If you hate the bills, if you hate hearing from your, you know, if I don't know if it's bill collectors or just people that she you know, worked with that she owes money on, I didn't that deep into it. But, you know, whatever that is, you've got to look at it as this is a sign from the universe that I've got more money that I'm manifesting so I can pay this. And I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going down my spiral. It's my choice to do that or not. And I know that if I react negatively to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration, which is not netting what I want. My vibration was not where I wanted it to be. That, therefore, that's why I'm here. I'm going to keep perpetuating that unwanted situation. You cannot react to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration on a negative topic and change it. You've got to react in joy. So bank accounts at zero or negative and bills are coming through that you can't pay and your paycheck's less than what it was or gone completely, great. That's, that's making space in my life. I'm so excited that I'm here right now. You can do that. Don't tell me that you're a realist and you've got to live in the real world. And you know, all these people that claim to be realists are really pretty negative. Pessimistic, you know negative people that are quote unquote real and, and, and they're creating an unwanted situation in their lives that they need not create. You know what? Oh my gosh, David, you just kind of like realist. It's like, no. Yeah, don't tell things. me you're a damn realist. I don't want to hear it because there's no real magic you know, happens every day. Magic happens every day. And you know, when people say I'm a realist, reality, my philosophy is that reality starts in the mind. Yeah, it's your, everything that's going on is your perception of it. Exactly. You're and perceiving so, all the time and we can all perceive very differently. And that's why anybody who says to you, I'm a realist, you nine times out of nine, <laughs> They are. They have a lot of negativity on the inside of their body. You yeah, can you can tell. And yeah, and we all have little things. Okay. You know, it's funny. Right before we started this this podcast, I I broadcast from my studio at my home, and my lawn guy was here, and my French bulldog Lola uh, can be very stubborn, and she's outside. The weather's beautiful here in Palm Springs today. She wants to lay out by the pool. <laughs> I've got this big orange ottoman out there, and she just lounges on that damn thing all day long. She's got the life. Well, he came, you know, to do his thing in the yard and I wanted to bring her in. So she wasn't in his way. She wasn't barking at him and stuff like that. I couldn't get her in the house. 
And I have a mindset toward her that she's stubborn. She won't come to me when I call her. It's very frustrating. So I come in here and I start talking to you. I hear a knock at the door and I go and she's under his arm. And I open the door and he's like, she comes to me. I don't know what your problem is, man, but here's your dog. <laughs> it is because my mindset, I'm not abundant in my dog listening to me. I love her. I, you know, in the South, we say, I love her to death right before you criticize, you know, I love right. her to death, but she won't come to me. But man, she has no problem coming to this stranger. And he picks her up, brings her to the door. He's like, here's your dog. I don't know. And he was laughing because I'm out there trying to get her to come in. I'm throwing the ball. I'm treat, you know, come get a treat. Come on. And she's just looking at me like, I'm not going into the damn house. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And he gets her in in two minutes. You know, the second I leave, he's got her in the house. So it's, it's, it's our belief system. And that's, that's where the magic is. And a really good way to test the magic in your life. You don't believe in your magic. And I hope you do if you listen to this show. But if you're just starting to listen, this is how you test your magic. Sit in the morning before you leave your home and just sit in a quiet appreciation of yourself and of the world and of everyone in it. Think the very best of everyone in this world, no matter what their politics are, how they drive, how they treat you, what your history has been with them. Just find things to appreciate. Raise your vibration. Feel that feeling of a higher vibration, that calm, peaceful feeling that washes over you. That's your connection to source right there. Feel that feeling and set an intention for a safe and stress-free drive and set an intention for just a wonderful experience. And watch how your day unfolds differently than it typically does. And we, we take these little things for granted, but think about it. You are, cha you are changing the behavior of everyone that you're interacting with when you do that. You're changing traffic. You're changing the way strangers perceive you. If you're out shopping, you are changing your coworkers. You're changing your clients. You're changing your kids, your family. You have the power to change all of that. And when you see little evidence of old behaviors bubbling up, don't react. Don't do what you normally do. Be appreciative of them. Stand in appreciation of it always. And, you know, I was talking about Michael earlier, and, you know, we are staying in each other's houses a lot more. And I'm used to, you know, living alone now for the past several months. I'm a pretty neat, clean person. And he wears these uh, contacts, these disposable contacts. And he has these little habits, you know, and he, he takes the contacts and he leaves the wrappers on the counter. And he does some other things too. He takes the toilet paper off the, for some reason, when he uses the bathroom, he takes the toilet, I know I'm telling all these stories. Thank God he doesn't listen to the show. He's me. Right, TMI, TMI. Takes the toilet paper though off the roll and sets it somewhere. I'm like, why do you need to take the damn toilet paper off the roll, right? And I've got, I've got four bathrooms in my house. And I think he's tried every one of them. I go to each bathroom. Like, I guess he's been in here now because the toilet paper's off the roll. Yeah, well, you know what? And I can't say it's because of a child, but <laughs> in my house, the toilet paper goes off the roll and it's used as binoculars. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I remember doing that in a microphone. Yes. Yeah. The toilet paper roll is a fantastic toy that doesn't cost Man, you a dime. Man, you can get it from the 99 cent store if yeah. you want to. Yeah. Well, if you buy a roll of toilet paper, it's free, right? So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, it's, it would be very easy for me at this stage in our relationship, now that we're not living together yet, but we're spending time, it'd be very easy for me to look at those rappers that get really annoyed. Oh, it's so annoying when he does this. And it just washed over me like, I love this dude and he loves me and he makes me happy. I don't care if he has these little things that he does. I'm just not going to care. If I have to spend the rest of my life picking up this man's disposable contact wrappers 
and we're in love and we're having fun together, then so be it. I will. I'm not going to draw some stupid you know, line in the sand and do things that people do in their relationships all the time when they stop appreciating and start looking for flaws. Because like, God knows I've got my flaws too. I do. And, and I want yeah. him to overlook those as much as I'm going to overlook his. Because There's a little you know relationship what? advice for you right and there. I, can we put like a bookmark in that spot right there? What you just said is like drawing a line in the sand. When you draw a line in the sand, you cannot manifest new abundance. Because guess what? You have to draw the line in front of you. And it says that I'm not crossing this line. So at that moment, you, you block your abundance. You shut the magic down. You shut That's the magic down. shutting the magic down right there. That's what happens with money. When you start you know, reacting to today's evidence of yesterday's money vibration, you can't do that. You got to break the cycle. When this experiment that I'm uh, asking all of you to do, if you haven't done it already, of just setting an intention for a wonderful day and watching how much power you have to change traffic, to change the behavior of strangers, to change the, the emails that you receive, to change everything and not let a little tinge of evidence of yesterday's lower vibration take you down. Don't let it happen. Set that because intention. Because that's the magic. That is the magic. Exactly. Continually look for things to appreciate and love and watch how things change. And then make this your daily habit and watch your life start to change. This mm -hmm. is all part of the Taya practice. And this is a big part of it that we're giving you right here. And, and yeah. in your relationships, remember, there's a honeymoon. The key is to keep the honeymoon going forever. And you yeah. see couples like this. I, I encounter couples that they're still in their damn honeymoon 20, 30 years later. And most aren't. You know, most have, you know, six months of honeymoon and then, then that stops and then they start flipping it and they start complaining about the toilet paper roll and the wrappers and the, you know, you showed up late for this and they start looking for things to complain about. And I had this relationship, I've had two, this is my third now and hopefully my final, I'm catching myself now and I'm changing those old bad habits in this relationship because I don't want this one to end up like the last two. I get that. You know what? One of the things that we need to like really just take away from what you just said, David, is like, ask yourself, he just gave you a challenge, but also ask yourself, did I just draw a line in the sand when I did that? If you just ask yourself that, right, did mm -hmm. I just draw a line in the sand? Did I just block my abundance right here? Yeah. That's going to be something very important. That yeah, I think that, that asking yourself that, am I blocking my magic, is very powerful. And the other thing that I, that I do, another piece of advice, if you haven't heard the show before, I, before I start to get upset about something or, or dive into something, right now, you know, I, I run a business that's very Facebook-centric. There's a lot of uh, things that, you know, I, I, I meet a lot of people on Facebook. So it's a very important part of what I do now is, is, is being on Facebook. So I'm on there a lot. And of course, it's very easy to get drawn into the Facebook vortex because I've got over 4,000 connections on there now. Just a lot of you are my connections. So I have connections with people that I don't really know well or at all. And that's fine. You can all send me Facebook requests and we can be friends. Send me a little note so I know who you are. <laughs> I know why I'm getting this request from someone I don't know. But now there's all this politics, you know, huge, huge volatile time in politics. And, you know, with the impeachment stuff that's going on in the United States and, you know, the whole world is really watching this and aware of it. There's just so much of that every day. 
And I start to get a little sucked into it. You know, it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of interesting. I will tell you all, I give politics zero power over my life. Whoever the president is, whoever's in control of Congress, the United States, whatever's going on in politics, I don't give it power over my life. I haven't in years, and I've never been negatively impacted by politics, personally. I think the only thing that I, the, <laughs> the closest I've gotten to politics lately is The Daily Show. That I will take The Daily Show <laughs> with Trevor Noah, and that's the closest I get to politics. I, I well, just so, you know, Trevor with... Noah and uh, Bill Maher and people like that can make politics very entertaining. And, 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 you know, they're smart guys, and it's informative in an entertaining way. And, and Trevor Noah especially is hilarious. But I get into it a little bit, and I can watch it now and not go down my spiral. But that's, what, that's my question that I ask. When I start to read an article and start to feel these feelings, is this worth me going down my spiral about? And nine times out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten, it's no. Whatever this article is, whatever's going on, I know what's going on in the world. My reading it and getting upset about it and then moving on and not getting involved or doing anything about it, especially, think how often we do that. Think how often we have things that we encounter that upset us, yet we don't do anything to get upset about it. That's the majority of the population is getting upset about something, and maybe you vote, maybe you don't. Maybe you're an activist. Probably not. Most people aren't. Is it worth you going down your spiral about? No, it's never. Nothing is ever that important to give up the trust that you have in your abundance because going down the spiral, it means that you are starting to wane in your ability to, to trust your abundance. And it's just like, I don't trust that this is going to be okay because abundance is abundance is everything. Abundance is your emotional state. Abundance is your your family environment. Abundance is your financial, the way you look at your finances. Abundance is the way you approach your spirituality and your intellectual and your intellectual status in your mind. It's about how you, your abundance is about how you perceive your environment. Abundance is anything, anything that you can make tangible, you know, is your abundance. Anything in physical reality represents your level of trust in your abundance. You know, you have to be able, abundance is literally, you can taste, touch, see, hear, and smell it. That's what, how you know what you're doing inside of your body. Your abundance is directly connected to what you think about, what you feel, and what you perceive something to be in your body. And it shows up in those tangible ways. And so when it's, when you, when you start to lose your trust, you're going to go down your spiral and it's just, yeah. And the first manifestation that you get is you're going to feel yourself in less than joy. Yeah. And that's something that boot campers, you know, we talked about that earlier, boot campers get into this, this state where they start raising their vibration and using the tools that we teach. And then a few weeks in, they're thinking, gosh, you know, I really hate when I go down my spiral now it's because they're up so much. They didn't realize how often they were down. We don't realize that. And, and your bodily, and I know you're into this when your teachings too, you know, your bodily conditions are very much a little warning light from the universe that it you're is. starting to head down. You get already, you know, just the feeling that mood is the first one. You we know ignore what? that. Very often let we me, ignore that. Let me tell you, David, if you 
feel you're going down, you better hold on to that feeling, baby. You better not let that feeling go into physical reality. That's all I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting black girl magic on you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, don't let that feeling go any further. The moment you start to feel some type of way, the moment you start to get that side eye, the moment you say, oh, snap, no, you didn't, you better stop. And yeah. you better pull yeah. over and start yeah, to find it's your way gonna back keep, up. It's going to manifest physically, and then you're going to have something bigger to deal with. Oh, my gosh, and The yes. more you ignore it, the more the universe is going to keep sending you, all right, you ignored that warning sign. Here comes a bigger one. And I talked earlier, I think I shared this on a show a few weeks ago. It's been several weeks since this happened, but I had a really bad weekend and I allowed myself to be down the spiral and I got lazy and I stayed down there for two solid days, down the spiral for two whole days. Didn't channel, didn't do any of this work that I love doing so much. I was, you know, I'm not a big self-pity person at all. And, I and you know what, people, you could imagine when he got on the phone with me, what I said to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing down there? Get up here. What, what are you doing? So, but we all do that. You know, we all do falter a little bit. It's kind of like the, the bounce back up sometimes is so good that it's kind of worth going down a little bit. But we can't wallow down there because the universe is not going to allow it. And the more we stay up in high vibration, I have found in my life, the bigger the warning signs I get and the, the, the more uncomfortable the downtime is. So I spent two solid days down the spiral over something that was going on in my personal life. And I let myself stay down there. And it was my reaction to something that was happening that, of course, now has all worked itself out beautifully, of course. But in the moment, I wasn't feeling it. I was down the spiral. I was pessimistic. I was allowing fear to creep in. I didn't let Claude come back. We weren't quite there, but it was bad enough for me. It's not how I live my life. And I had the aches and the pains and the backache. And I was, you know, thinking about that. I was going to go for a massage. And I actually was going to go out and meet a friend for drinks. And my intention in that meeting was to go and complain about my weekend in my life, which I don't normally do. It was very out of character. I'm pulling out of my neighborhood to go meet this this, uh, friend of mine uh, for a drink. And the light's green. I'm pulling out of my neighborhood. And all of a sudden, I hear squealing. And I look to my left as I'm making my left turn out onto this major road. And there is this big Toyota Land Cruiser SUV skidding because it's running the red light. And it's about to run right into my driver's side door. Probably would have killed me at full speed. You know, big, heavy car, 45-mile-an-hour speed limit. Who knows how fast they were really going. That thing, they slammed on their brakes. It went sideways. And the driver's side corner, the front end of that SUV, was about five feet from my driver's door when it finally stopped. I, I just freaked out. You know, I, I got out of the way. I kept going and accelerating, turned left. And the second I you know, had the car going on the street, I was like, I got to pull over right now. I've got to clear. That was another sign from the universe that I am way off kilter right now. I pulled into a high school parking lot, and I sat, and I appreciated I meditated, I breathed, I brought the stream back, I had it all going on, and then I went on and had a lovely night. But man, it was just such a sign that, guess what, David, if you're going to not pay attention to this crappy feeling that you're allowing, and then you're not going to pay attention to this ache and pain in your upper back that we're giving you, and you're not going to pay attention to this whatever around your house isn't working, you know, whatever happened next, we're going to keep giving you another sign, another sign, another sign until we send a damn car speeding towards you, you know, and you have to understand the universe does not act with judgment. 
There is no judgment from the universe. We are attracting all of it. It is our creation. I created that car, that moment where my car was right in the path of an SUV, and they were down their spiral, running a damn red light, almost hitting me. And, and that's how magical the universe is. And it could be very negatively magical. It could put you right in the uh, path of danger. If you allow yourself to go down and stay down there enough, you will be in the path of harm for sure. Right, Whether because it's you're an illness or violence or, or whatever, you're going to be in the path of because you're protected, you're protected as you go up your spiral and learn to be up your spiral and making your new high, your old high, your new low, as you keep going up, then what you realize is that anything below your neutral is when you're out of total alignment, when yeah. you're allowing, because accidents vibrate at a certain level, right? And so if you're not vibrating, Vibrating with an accident or a disease, then you're not going to get it. Yeah, and, you know, and I haven't been in a car accident. I think my my first and only car accident. I think I was 17. I yeah. rear-ended a teacher in my hometown it, at 17. You, I haven't had. A, I've, I've done that safe and stress-free drive thing. Right. Very safe in cars my entire adult life, and I've never had an accident. So to have that almost happen now, when I'm running, you know, tie a boot camp that I created. Right. I'm channeling almost every day. I've got source flowing through me, but man, when I cut that off, I get signs from the universe that I manifest very quickly that I am cut off and I, and and the magic can happen in that other direction too. And we don't want the negative magic. And you know what? Put a bookmark in that too, people listen to what the stream of David, David Strickle is saying, like he created, so he's responsible for entire practice. So the moment he, because he has said my abundance is tied to my level of service and that this is how I'm going to live my life. And the moment he said, he made a decision, right? He made a decision to say, this is not how I'm going to live my life for the next two days. And the stream was like, then there's no need for you to be on this plan. I'm going to show you how quickly I'll take you out. And so then he was like, and the universe is like, hey, is this really what you want? <laughs> and it's like, because we need you to do X, Y, and Z. Because this is what the universe needs you to do. This is what your agreement. And we're going to do whatever we need to do to take you out of this low vibrational state. And so five feet, it was a reality check. It was like, boom, automatically, immediately, let me get out my spiral because I actually don't want to be taken out. And so this is when he had to say, hey, magic, he had to kick that magic right in. And the magic doesn't go away. It's sitting there waiting for you to use. Use your imagination to get back up the spiral because appreciation and gratitude is about using your imagination. You have to appreciate, but you visualize what you appreciate. It's, it's one, it, it works together. It's a collaboration. And so you just have to remember these gems that we've been dropping for over almost the last hour that use these things and they're the first step really in your entire practice, right? You have to make the decision. And this story teaches us that we have to make the decision to trust our abundance. So if you don't learn anything else about Taya for the rest of your life, you got to no, I need to make a decision today, right now, to trust 
my abundance. And you're here right now sitting, listening to us and just make that decision to trust your abundance because once you do it, your life will start to change and you're going to find yourself like many others in the Taya community because you want to be able to sustain the trust. And that's important because everybody can establish trust, but there's very few people that can sustain it without a community that is hearing them, seeing them, and nurturing their abundance with them. It's just like you can't be a born into the world and not have somebody to care for you. You won't survive. So when you start to learn, you make that decision to trust your abundance, you make that decision to make Taya a part of your life, you're being born into this new you. And so you have to have a community that will support you, nurture you, see you, and hear you so that you will have a safe and nurturing place to sustain that abundance that you trust. And that's, that's really where I want to leave you all today, and I know David wants to leave you all, is just make the decision. Just make the decision right now to tire your life. That's, you know, that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, yeah, you know, I, I always say that if you're drawn to this, if you're drawn to the stream's teachings, and I know I've given you a couple of podcasts now without direct contact with the stream, I promise I'm about to give you another one. The next one, we have lots of streams. But I think it's very important to come on from a human perspective sometimes and really talk about these tools that they've given us because it's so transformative. And, and I am I'm, I'm a Taya evangelist at this point simply because I see what it's doing in people's lives. And, you know, Ramini and I are coming off of this mentor call where we had uh, nine people that are going to be our first nine mentors in, in the Taya program. And just the, the amazing transformations that all of these people shared with us were very inspiring. I want everybody to get that. And boot camp is something that's available to everybody. If you want to get into boot camp, you are going to manifest your way into boot camp. I promise you that. I've said on here before that anytime somebody reaches out and they say, Well, how much is boot camp? I want to know how much it costs me before I even talk to you. I'll tell them, Well, if that's your mindset, you're probably not ready for it. Because you've got to remove the fear around everything and just know that if it's the right thing for you, you're going to get yourself into it. I never want the conversation regarding boot camp to be about money. I want the conversation about boot camp regarding how you're going to get in there. How, how are we going to get our mindset in alignment so that you're ready for boot camp and everything else just falls into place? And you get in here, you learn these skills, you do the work, and guess what? It's work. Because we have spoken today about allowing magic and getting out of your own way and, and simply harnessing the, the powers of the universe. And it sounds so easy and it really is. The kicker though, is that we're all taught very contrary information to this. Because if you have a, a world full of people who all trust their abundance, who are fear free, you've got a world full of people that you cannot control. When you've got people that aren't afraid of who the next president is of their country and aren't afraid of being judged by some fictional God in the sky that's going to send you to hell for not following a, whatever the religion set of rules are, 
all of these things that control us, when you release fear around all of that and really trust yourself to have the life of your dreams and understand the nature of humanity and why positive and negative exist, why we're here, why as an internal soul consciousness being, we choose to come to this very quote unquote imperfect world and live, live these lives of contrast, why we do it and why it's a wonderful, magical thing for all of us to do. When you get these skills together, you're unstoppable and you're sure as hell uncontrollable. And that doesn't necessarily sit well with the powers that be, but you will be, as Ramina loves to say, you'll be protected from all that. You will be protected from it. I, I feel very protected from all that. I could care less about the government. I could care less about the economy. I'm not worried about that stuff. I'm not worried about all the fear-based things regarding health. I just don't live my life worried about that. I don't worry about crime. I don't. You know, I live in a, a, a historic uh, mid-century neighborhood here in Palm Springs, and I'm in town, and there's some crime around me. There's definitely some crime around my house. I love my house. It's, it's a nice home. I'm comfortable. I feel very safe here, but I've told the story here before. Somebody was murdered 50 feet from my front door this year, earlier this year. Uh, you know, I, there's homeless people that, that camp out around here. Uh, not that they necessarily perpetuate crime, but the, the idea behind that is that there have been break-ins all around me, yet my house is this bubble of safety because I cleanse it, I bless it, my attitude is of safety, my dog is safe, I'm safe, my property is safe, you know, I, I just, I feel safe, so therefore I am. You can wrap yourself in this cloak of protection by knowing that you're safe, that you're cared for, that the universe pampers you, that you're always going to have everything that you need. And that's what your life can be. And that's what my life is. And I'm very clear to share with you when I have obstacles, because I'm not trying to preach about imperfection here. But I'm trying to share with you what is available to you when you harness the power of the magic of the universe. It is a magical place. And we can allow a lot more magic in our lives than we very often do. You just have to unlearn all of that fear-based crap that we've all been taught. And that's what we do in boot camp. You unlearn that stuff. You forgive your transgressors. You appreciate every aspect of your life, even the most negative things that have happened in your life, you can find a path to appreciation of them. And when you appreciate them, they no longer trigger you. So you're able to be up your spiral. That's what the spiritual practice is all about. That's what boot camp is all about. So if you'd like to learn more about Taya Bootcamp, as always, visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A, or you can email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com. We'll set up your free discovery meeting remove fear from that equation. I don't charge for these meetings. We get on, we talk about what your path to tie a boot camp can be. And when you get in there, you start doing these things, taking on this work to change the trajectory of your life. And it works. It works very, very well. All right. I want to take this opportunity to thank my very special guest, Raminya Ingram, for being on today. Raminya, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a fun conversation. I love magic. <laughs> and if they want to check out your website, what is that? It's www.raminyaingram.com. That's R-A-M-I-N-Y-A-H-I-N-G-R-A-M.com. Thank you so much, Raminya. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it as always. Remember to reach out with suggestions for the show and visit the website to learn more about the stream and Taya Spiritual Practice and Taya Bootcamp. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.
Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.